0: I hope this morning that you'll turn to Psalms 5 and 3 and you get out a pencil, and I hope I'll say something today that's worthy of your keeping. I'm glad to be in Merkle. I came to Big Abilene Courton College in 1948, and learned about all of the towns that surrounded it, met a lot, and I'm glad to be here. My heroes are not people that did something fantastic one time. What thrills me is to see brethren and their faithful when they're 20 and when they're 30 and when they're 40 and when they're 50 and when they're 60 and amen, just on and on. And so this morning, Burl McCoy heisted our song service. And he came to Abilene Court and College, you say, in 1950. And I've known this man next year will be 50 years. This is one of the great, the great blessings in getting old. you have known people and They're faithful. That's all I want from him, amen. I'm I'm glad he can sing. I'm glad he's done other things, but the basic amen is faithful. Just be faithful. Nine to 35 years ago, David and Rhoda moved down into Cowtown on the south side and came to Rosemont. And then they were gone, and I have not had but a little connection with them over the last 30 years. They're just faithful. And we get carried away with ability and talent and things, but the Bible just says, Be thou faithful until death, and you'll receive the crown of life. Amen? So we're not equal in abilities, and and we're not equal in faith, but we can be faithful. And that's what matters, and so I'm happy today. And tonight at 6 o'clock, we're going to talk about heaven. How many of y'all want to go to heaven? Well, most of us. Does that mean you're interested enough to come back tonight? I had a fish hook in that one, didn't I? Amen? I think if we really want to go to heaven, we kind of want to know something about it and want to talk about it and get going down the right road. This morning in our class we talked about prayer. And the first of May in 1996 the publisher called me and said, Your book on prayer, The Voice of Faith, is published. And I thanked him. And he said, I want you to write a sequel. And I did not know there could be a sequel on prayer, and I still don't. But this is Eddie Clore, and he is a professor with tenure at Harding University in Searcy. A great man. And he said, my need and the need of the brotherhood is to have a daily walk with God. And he is right. Amen. And he said, I want you to write a book on your daily walk with God. I told him I would think about that and I would pray about that. And in the last three years, I have gone about and I've preached a sermon hither and thither and yon, and the varying facets of that. And I've talked with brethren, and I've asked to be put on prayer list, and I want on yours. And brethren want thirteen lessons, and that fits with the curriculum, and I'm glad to oblige. And so I have accumulated 13 piles. And so this year I'm writing that book on my daily walk with God. It's difficult. It's not just writing a a term paper. It's not two and twos four. It's an analysis of yourself and your God. Yesterday, before we drove out here, I finished number four, and it will take several more months. I don't have any time limit when I write. And I hope you will pray for me in this book. But I hope today to really help you in your daily walk with God. Amen. Could I be a greater blessing than that? Psalms 5 and 3. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. This is David. A man after God's own heart. The writer of the psalm. We love Psalms 23. Amen? If you want to be like David, we've got to do what David did. He had a daily walk with God. It was in 1978, and we had a great evangelism workshop in Evansville, Indiana, and that's on the Ohio. And we were in the convention center, and I had gone overtime as I am this morning. It's taken me 67 years to get to Merkel, and I'm going to make the most of it. So just get real comfortable. It's the Lord's day, not the Lord's hour. Amen? And so they were hastening me out to catch a plane, and... I have learned like Willard Tate, it's easier to catch a plane when it's on the ground. Amen. And as I was going out, as people are prone to, they're trying to say thank you and good to see you and we love you and God bless you. And a man I don't know, and it was a duplicate tape with no writing on it, and I have no idea where, when, or how much, but he had this tape and he grabbed me. And and you're kind of saying, don't be rude, let me catch the plane. He grabbed me, stuck the cassette in my pocket and said, Hodge, you're going to love it. And he was so right. This tape radically changed my life. It was an old preacher and he had to be in his 80s. And he was addressing preachers about their daily walk with God. I don't know where. But this old man for 60 plus years, that's why I figure he had to be in his 80s, had given God the first hour of every day. How many of y'all have a first hour every day? Am I the only one? What do you do with it? I'm trying to show you here, folks, that we're enamored today with IQ and talent and education and personality and self-esteem and success. But we kind of, every one of us in this building today has the idea, I can be good, I can be better, but spiritually a giant? No. Maybe a, a preacher here and there, maybe an elder, maybe this wonderful lady in the church, I don't know who she is, but y'all have some great faithful ladies in this church, Amen. What I'm trying to tell us all, given time, every one of us could be a spiritual giant. Hello? It just so happened my daddy was a reader, and out in that cotton patch in the middle of nowhere at Bird, Texas, daddy had thrown the Dallas Morning News. All my life, I have been giving God the first hour of the day a cup of coffee and a Dallas Morning News. I preached in Fort Worth 22 years, and they hadn't forgiven me yet. I had thrown every day a Dallas News. If I'm kind of addled today, it's because Burl doesn't have a Dallas News might explain to a degree what's wrong with him. What I am saying is today, if Charles Hodge, I can't do 60, I'm 67, I came to Abilene at 16. I could have given God 50 years. If for 50 years I had given God the first hour of the day, what kind of a spiritual giant... Could you be listening to today? Hello? Don't that beat drinking a cup of coffee and reading the Dallas Morning News? What'd you do, old man? I read the Bible for 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Y'all read the Bible that much every day? Hello? And by the way, he read it out loud. Daddy always told me that I needed all the help I could get. And you see, when you read, you just read. But when you read out loud, you see, and you read, and you say, and you hear. And God does not call us by the eye. God calls us by the ear. He that hath ears to hear. Take heed what you hear. Take heed how you hear. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. But they would not hear. And so the old man out loud read the Bible, 30 minutes. And then he prayed, 30 minutes. Could there be a better way to start a day than to start it with God? About a month ago, I started meeting in Kilgore, and i come in from Duncan, Oklahoma, and rather than go down on Saturday night, I determined I'd just get up early and, and drive down to Kilgore. And that's down in deep east Texas. And so here I'm going down I-20, and there's not a lot of traffic, just a bunch of trucks and a lost preacher. And in the car, it's just God and I. And I got to watch the sun come up. And so I started the day with God. I kind of think my sermon was a little bit better maybe that day than today. Amen? I started my day this morning with Burl McCoy. (laughs) Are you all with me right here? Is there anything that could be better than starting the day with God? Amen? Amen? But let's listen to this old man's philosophy. Write this down, folks. This, this will keep you faithful and safe. He wanted to see God every day before he met man. He said, don't ever face a day until you've faced God. That's pretty good stuff. He said, I want to solve all my daily problems before I run into them." You see, folks, isn't it wonderful, and I didn't get to finish my prayer lesson a while ago. God and Charles Hodge can solve any problem that comes up. Amen? Have you ever had a problem that didn't come up during the day? I've never lived yet apart from a day. Have you? Folks, you see, God already knows what's going to happen to me. I don't even know what's going to happen to me the rest of the day. God does. And whether it's good or bad or whatever, He can handle it. Amen? Amen? To handle every day, find God. First. And you now what Jesus said, seek the kingdom first. Every day has its own built-in evil. That's the last verses of Matthew six. My capsule statement here, finish the day before you begin it. Well, Brother Hodge, you, you got up at five or six o'clock. How do you finish it? I won't get home until midnight tonight, the Lord will. How can you finish it before you leave it? Folks, when you commit it to God, when you give it to God, then you in that sense have finished it. It's God's day. I'm God's boy. And it is going to be here. So number one this morning, y'all that are taking notes, isn't this simple? I found out life is everlastingly daily, amen? <laughs> it's just daily. Carl Bikin, we called him Freddy Carl. He was, by the way, the typical freshman in 1948. And Paul Faulkner, the great athlete, you know their series. We all are in the class of 52. That's the big crop figure at Evelyn Christian. Bill Tigg, a former president, was in it, and Bob Hunter, and a bunch of other flunkies like that. Bob Davidson is a bunch of us. But they have their marriage deals, and, and, and we're into this uh, counseling and therapy and, and working on anger and, and, and working on gossip and, 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 and working on worrying and, and working on this. And, and I'm not against any of that, folks. I, I want you, but you see, we get to working on what we do. And, and our esteem comes out of what we do. And my whole preface is, folks, get closer to God. Live with God every day. Be more like Christ. You see, folks, God's not going to hurt anybody. And if Charles Hodge today walks with God, my wife right there has automatically got a better husband. Hello? Hello? My kids, I don't know one of them's fixing to have our 10th grandbaby. I don't really know where the other two or three are except they're in the Dallas area right now. But if I walk with God today, my kids, folks, even away from me, have, have a better daddy. The church has got a better preacher. My neighbor has got a better neighbor. What I'm trying to say is instead of trying to use... Psychology, let's have theology. And every day, let's get closer to God. Let's be holy. He said, be. He didn't say, do ye. Be ye holy as I am holy. And Hodge, if he walks with God, is going to be a better person. And that's going to affect the total of who he is and how he lives. And I'm saying we can't have growing churches without growing leaders. Folks, spiritual work can only be done by spiritual people. The gospel makes people better. And so I'm calling all of us to have a daily walk with God. Somebody says, Brother Hodge, how do you get them back Sunday night and Wednesday night? Well, we've been asking the wrong question. Why won't they come Sunday night? That's the wrong question. The real question is, why did they come Sunday morning? When we get them here for the right reason, Sunday morning, we've taken care of it. Amen. But I'd just like to tell you this, beloved. when all of the members here in Merkel are having a faithful daily growing. Walk with God. That's going to take care of your church attendance problem. People walking with God. I kind of think I know where God is come Sunday. And if I'm with God, I'm going to be where He is. Amen? And so, by the way, we preach more on church attendance than we have on worship. And since we're not worshiping and growing in worship, we're losing and dying in our church attendance. But you see, people walking with God, worship God. That'd take care of our worship issue. Write this one down. Today is all I need. I can't borrow it tomorrow. I can't. Reach back into the past. Today is all I need. Number two, today is all I can handle. Aren't you glad of that? Aren't you glad that you can't handle all of your life (laughs) all at once? God broke it up into daily bits. And then number three, today is all I have. Tomorrow is gone. I drove out here. That's all past. I may never get home. I may never see the sun come up tomorrow. Today, right now, this minute, folks, is all I have. Kind of urgent to me to be walking with God. Amen? Well, number two this morning, it's evaluation time. Now, when I went to Abilene, I didn't pass homiletics, but I went a few times. And we had some great speech teachers out there and some are dead and some are now old, but I love these people. But we called it homiletics and that's the way you get up a sermon, you get up a lesson. And one of the ways is that you took the title of your lesson and then you made points from it. My daily walk with God. Okay, let's do that. What's the big word? Hello? Y'all don't say it out loud. What's the big word in that statement? God. Amen. Anytime, folks, God is written in a statement, that's the big word. Amen. (laughs) That's God. All right. That's God. I learned with us this morning in our study on prayer that God is God and I am not. I told you if God is God, He can. If God is God, He will. My daily walk with God, folks, is a God walk. The Godness of God. The holiness of God. The transcendency of God. The sovereignty of God. The creating God of all time and eternities. God. And I can walk with God, folks, that's awesome. Amen. Who you jog with? <laughs> well, that's number two. What's another word there? Walk. Put that one down, folks. I didn't say my daily talk. It's a daily walk. Now, I'm not putting down prayer. But Christianity is not talk, 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 talk. I want to tell you, all the brethren in the church of Christ will all go to heaven if it's on talk. (laughs) Amen? We can talk about missions and talk about the brethren and talk about orphans and talk about, what do we say, walk the walk, don't talk the walk. Y'all heard that, hadn't you? It's my daily walk with God. I'm an old pilot. In the last several years, I haven't flown much. And sometime, if my wife allows me, and she gets edgy when I bring this up, I'm going back and and get my medical and do your biennial and I'll be back flying, but I'm going back to ground school and you say why well, you been flying fifty something years, you mean yeah I'm going back to ground school. I need to go back and go over the things I hadn't used lately and all the new regulations and all the new doodads, bells and whistles we got in navigation and all that mess, and, and, and I, I'm going to. But I want to tell you something. I can go to ground school 50 years when we make a 100 on a test for Uncle Sam. We call it acing the test. I can ace every test that Uncle Sam has in flying a plane. But, folks, don't you get in a commercial airliner and ride with a pilot that all he's ever had is ground school. Amen. You get in, and he's got 4,000 hours, sometimes as high as 12,000 hours. Flying. Amen. It's a walk. Walk with God. Number three, put this one down in this daily. Uh oh, that separated the men from the boys. And in the temple and from house to house, daily, Acts 5.42, they ceased not to teach and to preach Jesus. And the Lord added to the church, daily, such as should be saved. We like Acts 2.47. Jesus says, take your cross daily and come and follow me. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15, I die daily. Isn't this wonderful, folks? I can't be perfect one minute. I live with imperfection. But I can be faithful one day at a time. Isn't that wonderful? Oh, Brother when the Lord comes back. I want to be in the church. Don't you hope it's on Sunday? Well, it may be Monday somewhere else. (laughs) I used to think in that little one room building we called a church house in the cotton patch where I was reared. I didn't know we had a date line in his different times somewhere else. We all thought the Lord had come back about 11 o'clock on Sunday. <laughs> I hope i I'm, I'm just been restored and I'm praying and giving blood and holding a dying man's hand, and, oh, man, maybe I'll be saved. Beloved, if we're faithful every day, it won't make any difference what day the Lord comes back. Amen? But uh-huh, I want to go to heaven when I'm, I, I die. Well, I, I try to make sure I was faithful that day. Amen? Isn't that a relief, though? It's not where we are nor what we're doing. Amen? if we're faithful, I can be asleep. Hello? (laughs) Maybe driving the car, going home tonight, if I'm faithful. By the way, we don't really believe in Easter. Did y'all know that? Somebody said, Brother Hodge, our biggest crowd in the church is Easter. Well, that's Sunday morning, what is your worst crowd of the year Sunday night? It's Easter, amen? <laughs> I tell brethren, they don't believe in Easter. We just believe in Easter morning. <laughs> and what am I saying, man? We, we, and I've already brought up, we, we don't even really believe in the Lord's hour. Brethren, come in late and leave early. We don't even give Him an hour. Oh, don't you go over time. It's the Lord's Day. And it's not Easter and Christmas, folks. You can't have great spiritual giants who serve God two days out of the year. Amen? You can't do anything well and do that. But lastly this morning, and I hope you all will zero in on this one. What's that last word that I missed in our lesson, my daily walk with God? Eddie Clore didn't tell me, write a book on a daily walk with God. He didn't tell me to write a book on your daily walk with God. He hit me right between the eyes. He said, write a book on my daily walk with God. I want to tell you people today, I'm not good at this. Religion has never come easily to me. I don't talk religious. And by the way, I'm kind of scared of some people who do. It's very difficult for me to pray with anybody. And I listened to that young man over here pray a while ago, and I was glad you had your notes. I have my notes up here because I'm trying to say what I want to say to y'all. And folks, I think we ought to have some notes when we go pray to God. We need to know what we... We just don't need to go in there rambling and clichés. Go in there and know what you're praying about and take any kind of of whatever that can help you do that. But I'm here to tell you also, this young man a while ago, the most difficult thing on earth is to lead a congregational prayer. That's an awesome task. Sometimes somebody said, Now, how'd you let in prayer and I didn't hear you? Well, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to God. That, folks, is dumb. I may be talking to God, but if I'm leading this congregation prayer, it's your prayer. And I'm up here representing you. And the Bible says it ought to be that when a man prays for the congregation, the congregation hears it and understands it where they can say amen. And that's 1 Corinthians 14 if you want book, chapter, and verse. Amen? It's an awesome thing to lead other people in prayer. Amen? Amen? I have good intentions. I tell God, this is your day, and then everything goes wrong. And every night I say to God one thing. I learned it in Luke 18, the publican Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. How many of y'all have really had a big day? Hello? I mean, aren't you proud of me today, God? (laughs) I haven't had very middle with them. My daily walk with God. Are you growing in it? Do you know God better? Are you more like Jesus? I preach now 50 years. And I have never had a man yet come up and say, Hodge, you look just like Jesus. Don't you think I should? I've been a Christian 56 years. The only thing, folks, God has ever wanted from anybody is a daily walk. We're going to sing an invitation song this morning. I hope I have encouraged and excited and helped all of us to simply have an humble walk with God. Micah said, Hodge, if you boil it all down, practice justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with our God. Do you need to be baptized today and start your walk? How many of you are kind of hit and miss in and out. And how many of you really want a profound daily relationship with God? While we stand standing this morning and while we're saying.